Welcome to Straight Up Small Business, the podcast for startup and scaling up entrepreneurs who are ready to take their business to the next level of profit. I'm Beck Buchanan, an accountant turned virtual bookkeeping business owner. I'm super passionate about small business and helping entrepreneurs fall in love with their numbers in order to achieve their goals. If you ever feel confused, unsure, or overwhelmed about the financial side of your business, then you've come to the right place. This podcast covers bookkeeping, finance, and small business topics discussed in a straight up way. My goal for each bite-sized episode is to inform and inspire you to make the next best decision in your business backed by financial know-how so you can create the business of your dreams. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes and let's dive in. Before we kick off, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the Bundjalung Nation, whose country I am on while recording this episode. I respect their elders from the past, present, and those emerging as the traditional custodians of this beautiful land. So wherever you're listening to this today, I acknowledge the lands on which you are and those First Nations people who lived and worked there for over 70,000 years. Hello and welcome to episode 37 of Straight Up Small Business. I hope you are well wherever you are, be that in the car or walking or running or doing chores, whatever it may be. I thank you for being here and I hope you find today's episode useful. I've decided that today I want to talk about key accounting terms that every entrepreneur needs to know. Some terms you might already know, other terms you might kind of know about, but there are nuances that are helpful to understand. And some terms you might have avoided knowing like the plague. And I'm going to try and explain them in really simple terms for you so that you're not scared of those terms anymore. When I wrote notes for this episode, it ended up being well, I think it's going to be way longer than I initially envisaged. So I've decided to split this conceptual episode over two episodes so that I don't send you into a too deeper sleep talking about accounting and numbers stuff. First of all, I am going to talk about accounting terms that appear on a profit and loss report. And because I'm defining things in this episode, know that a Profit and loss report, also known as a PL, shows the financial performance of a business over a 12 month period. In Australia, this period is generally 1st of July through to 30 June. And at the most basic level, a PL report would show revenue less expenses equals profit. But there are different types of revenue and not all businesses make a profit. So I'm going to go a bit deeper in explaining the breakdown of the P&L report for you and explain the terms I've just mentioned also. So first up is sales. Sales are the proceeds a business generates from selling its goods or services to its clients or customers. So when you raise an invoice to send to a client, if you're a service-based business, or when you sell a product via Shopify or in your bricks and mortar store, then sales are what you are generating. 
Revenue is more of an all-encompassing term than sales. And revenue refers to all of the income that a business generates. So sales are included in this term, but so is interest income and grants and government support, not just sales. And then there's income. Just to keep you on your toes, if you use zero accounting software for your bookkeeping, then you will see the term income on the profit and loss report when you run it. Zero uses the term income interchangeably with revenue and groups all revenue types under the heading income. But if you were to go and look up the definition, what is income or net income in a business, then you're sure to find it explained as revenue, less expenses, which is also known as profit. So income and profit in a technical sense are one and the same thing but I think this is really going to confuse you more than help you. So I just want to call out that if you're using zero and you look at your profit and loss report, you're going to see income at the top of the report and just know that this is the same as revenue and profit is something else. And that's also what zero uses in its terminology on the profit and loss report. So just letting you know, there's three sales, revenue and income definitions, and they're all kind of the same with nuanced differences. So on the P&L report, I like to split out income into operating income and non-operating income so that I can see what the business I'm looking at can control in their trading activities versus what they can't necessarily control in their non-trading activities. For example, I'm sure you can appreciate that parental leave pay that a business might receive from the government if it has someone on maternity leave or COVID support, as we've known over the past couple of years, or a gain on the sale of an asset, say if a business sold a business vehicle and they made some money off that, or grants that a business receives for being in a certain industry. These are really different types of income than the sales you make when you sell your goods or services to your customers or clients. So I like to separate income out into the operating income or the trading income, which is your sales versus the non-operating income, like the government support and the grants when I'm formatting the PL report. And you too can do this by editing the PL report and the way it looks in your accounting software. Then there's expenses. And I think this one is quite self-explanatory in that an expense is the cost of operations that a business incurs to generate its revenue. There are different types of expenses though, namely direct costs or cost of sales versus indirect costs. Now, indirect costs are also known as operating expenses or OPEX for shorthand. And like I said, for income, I think it's useful to further split out indirect costs into operating and non-operating expenses. Operating expenses are costs that a company must incur to perform its operating activities, those primary activities being the ones that generate revenue. So for example, office expenses and rent and staff wages versus non-operating expenses, which are costs that were not directly required for those trading activities, such as interest on any loans that are in existence or dividends that are paid. Okay, going back to direct costs, because this is a really important one. And as I said earlier, this is also known as cost of sales or cost of goods sold. Now, direct costs are those costs that can be directly tied to the production of specific goods or services in your business. 
So for a product-based business, cost of sales or direct costs, I hope I'm getting across that these are interchangeable terms, these might include raw materials, manufacturing costs, products that you've purchased for resale, freight to get your goods from one country back to Australia in order for you to sell them, for example, all of those really direct costs that enable your product to be in a position where you can sell it to the world. For a service-based business like mine, I too still have direct costs, though they're slightly different in that I don't have raw materials and manufacturing costs for my bookkeeping services. But what I do have is direct labor. I've got staff that purely work on bookkeeping services. They don't do any sort of management activities. So I charge their costs directly to the cost of goods sold line. And I also pay for subscriptions for my clients, such as zero subscriptions and Dext or Receipt Bank subscriptions as it was formerly known. So I put these in my direct cost line as well because I need to incur these costs in order to get my service to a point where I can sell it to the world in the package that I have decided I want to sell it to the world in. You will notice that the term is cost of sales or cost of goods sold, inferring that you only book the cost to this line in your profit and loss report once you have made a sale. A cost you incur to produce a good that you haven't sold yet should instead sit on your balance sheet rather than your profit and loss report. This is because a good that you have on hand to sell in the future is actually an asset rather than an expense. But coming up with this accounting treatment will usually be left to your bookkeeper or your accountant. So I don't want to confuse you or you know, make you think you've got to go and do this sort of accounting. I just want to call out for you for your own consideration that if you expense every cost that you incur to produce the goods that you sell to this line cost of goods sold up front, then your business will look much less profitable than it probably is. And this is because you will have trading stock on hand that you've paid for that you can sell in the future that is actually an asset rather than an expense. And these should technically be moved to the balance sheet report until you sell them in order to give you a true profit figure. Okay, so next up is operating expenses. And these, by contrast, aren't directly attributable to the production of specific goods or services. So for example, rent that is incurred on your office space or coffee that you buy to put in the office for staff to drink or council rates that you incur related to the office that you work in or your wage, which you incur regardless of whether you work on a specific client task this week or not. These are all operating expenses. They're indirect costs of producing your goods and services, not direct costs. And now I hope it's becoming clear, you know, the distinction between direct and indirect is it applies to your business. And the reason the distinction of these costs is so important is because they are used to calculate different types of profit. Okay, so profit. I think we're all across this one, but to refresh, profit is calculated as revenue less expenses. It's the goal in business. You want to be making a profit if you're running a successful business. But just to keep things interesting, there are different types of profits and they are both important. So number one, there is gross profit. And number two, there is net profit. Gross profit is the profit a company makes after deducting the costs associated with making and selling its products or the costs associated with providing its services. 
To come up with gross profit, you subtract cost of sales, as I've just defined, from sales. So for example, if you have an e-com clothing business and you sell a $100 dress to a customer and the dress costs you $50 to get made when you add up the raw materials and the manufacturing costs and the warehousing costs and the freight to Australia costs, then your gross profit on that dress would be $50, being the 100 minus the 50 equals $50 gross profit. And gross profit is used to calculate gross margin. And this is a super important metric, especially in a goods business, as it measures how much profit you keep per dollar of sales. To calculate gross margin, you take your gross profit figure divide it by total sales, and then multiply this by 100. So using my dress example from before, uh, $50 gross profit divided by $100 in sales times 100 equals 50% gross margin. And this percentage can be used to compare profitability across different products or services that you sell and to compare your business to industry standards and to help you in growing your business generally. Net profit is calculated as revenue, less cost of sales, less operating expenses as well. It is known as the bottom line because it's what's left after all expenses have been deducted from revenues. In practice, I see plenty of businesses that are super profitable when looking at the gross profit line, but they fall into a loss position when net profit is calculated. And this might be because it's fairly lean for them to produce the good or service that they're selling. But when it comes to adding in team wages and salaries and other overheads like rent and advertising, the sales they're making don't fund these overall costs. Hence, their bottom line shows a loss. And on that note, a loss is when expenses amount to more than income in a business. And if you separate out operating income and operating expenses, like I mentioned earlier, then you will have operating profit or loss and non-operating profit or loss. I find this distinction useful because I can see profit or losses a business makes from its core operations or trading activities versus its non-core operations. I'm going to leave it there now because I think this is a pretty full-on podcast episode to take in if you're not a numbers person and I don't want you glazing over completely. But if you can go away understanding what gross profit is and net profit is and why it's important to know both in your business and how to calculate these items, then you are winning. So I challenge you to go away and make sure you can calculate them and to also calculate your gross margin percentage just for fun. Next episode, I'm going to cover the balance sheet terms that are important for you to know, as well as explain what depreciation and EBITDA means. So have a great week and I will catch you next time for more accounting stuff. Thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, I'd be so grateful if you left a review if you're not already, please connect with me on Instagram. My handle is straight up underscore bookkeeping. And if you'd like to know more about how I can help you be successful in running your small business, please check out my website, straightupbookkeeping.com.au for details around my signature bookkeeping and zero course, Bookkeeping It Real, and also my done for you bookkeeping services. Thanks again and see you next week.